There's something missing from the way we talk about and launch our offers online, and that is consideration of the unique human behind the launch. In this episode, I'll share my three keys of holistic launching that make for a more successful and sustainable way to sell in the long term. Welcome to the Soulful Sales Show, where we talk about believing in the value of your offers, getting them in front of your right people, and selling more of what you do in your unique way. Hi, and welcome back to the Soulful Sales Podcast with me, Ruth Poundwhite. So today, I'm going to give you a complete condensed overview of my whole selling and launching philosophy, which I call holistic launching. It is strategic, but it is not one size fits all. Nothing about soulful selling is one size fits all, and that's really, really important. So holistic launching is all about taking you, your values, your energy, your personality, your health and well-being into account when you plan and execute any launch. So let's talk about the problem with traditional launching. Now, I am not here, absolutely not here to knock launching. There are so many benefits of creating that little bit more intense period of visibility and focus on your offer. Launching is super, super helpful for giving yourself a great chance of bringing in sales versus just leaving your offer open on your website. I mean, that is if you don't have automated funnels set up. Um, It's also a great vehicle through which to connect with your audience. So when you're being more visible during a launch, you might be running a live event like a challenge or a masterclass, any of that stuff. It's such a nice opportunity to connect with your existing audience and to grow your audience as well. It is great for being more visible in general and establishing authority through your launch. So launching is great. There are many benefits of launching and... For many of us, we don't fit in to the one-size-fits-all launch blueprints. We might feel that we need to be different, or we might find it difficult to sustain the energy that goes in to a launch. And the truth is that many of the blueprints, not all of them, of course, are only accounting for the strategy, not the human that has to implement that strategy. And that is the problem with traditional launching. So let's talk about holistic launching instead. Now, accounting for the human behind the launch, behind the strategy, means thinking about that human's energy, the values, our personality, neurodivergence, health conditions, the body, and so much more. This is what I mean by holistic launching. So zooming out and looking at all of those things, not just what should work and fitting ourselves into a box. Holistic launching means choosing the best strategy for the human behind the launch. And it means getting to know yourself, how you think, how you respond to different things, what you value, and making launch decisions upfront that will support all of that to help you show up to the best of your ability. Holistic launching will help you to better maintain your energy during the launch and it will make launching more sustainable in the future. It makes it easier to do it again and you can layer on different strategies as you go if you want to elevate the way you launch as well, which is something I will talk about in a bit. So before I dive into the key pillars of holistic launching, let me share the journey that I have personally gone on to figure all of this out. 
So I have 15 years of experience in online business. I started out as a copywriter at first in 2008. And let me tell you, those 15 years have not always been easy. I have gone through all the stages and all of the feelings during this time. When I started out, I was pushing really hard, doing loads of work, charging a pittance and barely making enough money to pay my rent. I also went through a huge phase and actually, I guess it still happens. Like, I think that you can all relate to seeing the noise online and thinking that you need to be different or thinking that you should be more like someone else, right? But especially when I was just dying out, I saw a lot of marketing experts, especially the confident and loud ones, and I thought I needed to be more of that as well. I definitely was not confident when I first started my business, so I have spent a lot of time struggling to connect with and believe in the value of what I do. It took me a long time to raise my rates when I first started. I've also spent a long time fighting against my personality and feeling a huge disconnect between my inside and my outside. It wasn't until I was many years into running my business that I even discovered that introversion was a thing. And I knew, I know for many years um, when I was working in that copywriting business, I found it really hard to make decisions to help me run the business I really wanted to run. And I really felt that disconnect. It was, it was me not being in integrity with what I really, really wanted to do. Now, obviously it's been a long and winding road, but I have found ways to work in alignment with my personality, to work in alignment with my introversion. And I've also had to come to terms with my chronic fatigue and neurodivergence and make decisions in my business with the way I sell and launch to support that. Now, the good news is that I've had plenty of practice with selling and I actually find selling fun. Now, don't get me wrong. I still feel the wobbles when I'm launching. I still stretch myself a little bit too hard sometimes. But to me, selling is fun. Selling is an extension of all the other content I release in my business. I know how to connect with myself. I know how to connect with my feelings, my body. I also know how to connect with the transformation that I offer. And that really helps to see me through when I'm launching. I've also found ways to sell and show up even when I don't want to. And I have different ways of launching depending on my energy and my goals at any given time. And I will share a quick overview of those different ways of launching as we get into it. And I just wanna make this clear, I am still not always confident. I still have imposter syndrome, I still get tired, I still make mistakes, I still stretch myself too far sometimes, that is okay. The way that I sell and launch works alongside all of my imperfections, as it should, and I still make great money. So let's talk about the three pillars of holistic launching, and I'm going to give you practical action steps for each one. I don't want you to take action on everything I'm saying. I want you to take one action for each of the pillars and see the difference it makes. And then you can layer on other actions each time you sell and launch. So pillar one is the strategy. Now, strategy is probably the thing we first think of when it comes to launching and how to launch. And I just need to make this clear. Holistic launching is not unstrategic. It is strategic. It's just about choosing a strategy that works for you. And ultimately, I think 
it's unstrategic to choose a strategy that doesn't work for you because although it might work in the short term, it is not going to last. It will crack at some point. So the holistic launch strategy, aka mapping out how all phases of the launch are going to run, how long you're going to launch for, what will happen throughout a launch, will take all of these elements into account. So firstly, your energy. How much bandwidth do you have to show up right now? That is totally going to impact how you choose to launch. Next, we have your values, your non-negotiable standards for the way that you sell. Maybe there are certain launch methods, tactics that just don't vibe with you, and that is okay. Although I always encourage my clients to dig deeper into what's really going on. Like, don't ever write a strategy off without first diving into how you really, really feel about it and what might be going on under the surface. And then number three, your current business slash offer goals. So what are your goals for the thing that you're launching? What are your goals for your business? And this could make all the difference between you deciding to do a really lazy pre-launch, a teasing kind of launch, or a really full-on powerful launch event like a challenge. So your goals definitely come into it as well as you and your energy and your body, which I'm going to get to in a bit. Now, you're not going to follow the same strategy for each kind of launch. I tend to personally cycle between three different types of launches. And obviously, this is a really, it's a quick overview and it is more nuanced than this, but I hope that it's helpful just to see that there are different ways of launching depending on how I feel and what my goals are at any given time. So number one is the soft launch or pre-sell. They're not necessarily the same thing, but I group them together in the same category because it basically just means a low-key release of an offer. So maybe you're doing a beta round, just offering it to your pre-existing customers. Maybe you're pre-selling something you haven't created yet. Maybe you're just doing it with a few you know, emails to people or a few posts on social media. Really, really simple, low-key, not a full-on launch. Next, we have the laid-back launch or the quick launch, which is more casual and less intense than doing a full-on launch, which I'll get to in a sec. So for me, a laid-back launch looks like setting and forgetting a series of emails. So I might be doing a seven-day launch and I might schedule like four emails at the start of it and that's it. I'll just forget about it. I'm not showing up live. I'm not adding any bells and whistles. Probably those emails are repurposed. If I'm launching something I've launched already in the past, I'm going to repurpose content to make it easy for myself. This kind of launch is not going to bring in new people into my audience. It's helpful for my pre-existing audience. It's also really, really helpful when I've already launched something in the past and I want to make the most out of it and launch it again. And if I don't have the energy to do a full-on launch, doing a laid-back launch can still bring in a really decent amount of income, which is really important as a business owner. And number three is the full launch. So this is way more comprehensive. It's going to use some sort of launch mechanism, for example, a webinar, a challenge, ads. It's going to be higher visibility and higher energy. And, you know, I wouldn't be doing one every month. Some people would do it every month and that is great. Now, personally, these launches can be a bit more stretchy in terms of how you feel, in terms of stretching your comfort zone. But I 
believe and know that they are so, so worth it. I just have to be very mindful of when I schedule them in, give myself plenty of runway and make sure I can clear my calendar when I've got something like this going on so I can really take care of myself in my mind and my body, which I'm going to get to in a sec. Now, obviously, there are also automated launches that could be based on funnels and stuff. Um, these aren't really live launches, so I'm not going to cover those. But just bear in mind that they exist and are options as well. So just an action step for this stage of the presentation. Which kind of launch, based on what I've mentioned, would support your current energy values and your bigger vision and goals for your business and product? So next we have pillar two, which is the mind. Now, the strategy itself also includes planning in a way that supports your mind and your feelings. That accounts for the highs and lows of the launch. It also includes the work that you do on your self-belief and understanding and believing in the transformation you offer. So let me illustrate that with a few examples. There are so many things I could say about making decisions that support your mindset during a launch. And there's obviously a lot more to dig into than what I can cover in this short presentation. But here are a few examples of how you can take your mind and your feelings into account with your launch plans to set yourself up for the best chances of success. So firstly is just doing the work up front before the launch to get really crystal clear on why your offer matters to your people, why it matters to the people you are selling to. And I can tell you that if you can truly get behind the value of your offer, it is going to give you the motivation that you need to keep going, even when you get a bit tired or a launch feels a bit hard. It's not a one-time exercise, unfortunately. You're going to need to do it again and again. You're going to need to remind yourself of it again and again, which is why I actually have a whole workbook exercise dedicated to this, plus a visualization to really help you feel into it. You can download that for free at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash free forward slash selling. You also make launch decisions knowing that you can still believe in the possibility of the launch even when the mind gremlins come out to play. So what I mean by this, as an example, I personally don't usually do super long launches because for me, it will play with my mind. The mind gremlins will come out if I have a period of a few weeks where sales get slower. Because what tends to happen during a launch is you'll get sales right at the beginning, you'll get sales right at the end. They'll trickle in throughout, but people tend to make their decisions at those key points of the launch. It's really, really normal. But even though it's normal, I know it's going to play with my mindset and my energy if I'm dragging out the launch for weeks on end. So I prefer shorter launches, like seven days, 10 days, two weeks. Sometimes I do a flash sale, four days. I also don't have an early bird discount that is so big that I won't believe anyone will buy after the early bird is over. I hope that that makes sense. But basically what I mean is you don't want to have an early bird bonus or a discount that you think once that early bird ends, okay, no one's going to buy. Anyone who would have bought, would have bought at that lower price, would have bought with the bonus, like it's too expensive now. You have to believe in the early bird price and the bonuses and you have to believe in the price that you sell it to afterwards so that you can keep your mind in the game when you're launching. Also really, really important to have a practice and a support network you can call on throughout the launch. So I have a whole toolkit of things I turn to to keep believing in the crucial moments. For example, have a launch journaling practice so that I can get clear on what my dis disempowering beliefs are um, and I can rewire them and, and tune into what could be true instead. I'm not about like 
brushing off your feelings and toxic positivity. This is much more nuanced than that. Really, really helpful during a launch. Um, And yeah, journaling, being supported, having business friends, coaches, all of that stuff. So, so helpful for my mindset during a launch. And like I said, I'm just throwing some examples at you. And there is so much more we can say on this subject. The key to it all is really to ask yourself, how easily can I still see the possibilities of my launch working and to make decisions that support you seeing that possibility throughout the launch? So the action step for this pillar is to ask yourself, what is the number one thing you can choose from that list or maybe something else that's come to your mind to support your mindset the next time you launch? And pillar three is the body. Pretty much any training on launching is going to include some elements of the strategy and the mindset, but what is so often overlooked is the body. Now, what does our body have to do with selling? Pretty much everything, actually, Um, which is why I trained in somatic coaching, body-based coaching. When you feel physically safe and relaxed during a launch, this will help you to do the things that you need to do to show up and be seen and to sell your offer. When you are not feeling safe, and by the way, the sense of safety is a physical, bodily, nervous system thing. When you're not feeling safe, you are going to be less creative. You're going to be less able to connect authentically with other people, and you are going to be less able to see the possibilities your body affects your mindset. So of course, this is going to have a direct impact on how you are showing up and how you are selling. So a holistic launch takes your body and your nervous system sense of safety into account. Again, there is so much I could talk about in this area. So I'm just going to keep it down to a few specific examples. Think of your body as a barometer for your emotions and stress levels. When you are stressed, anxious, or not feeling safe, sometimes you are not consciously aware of that in your your thoughts, but it is your body that sends you the first signals. So the more that we can become aware of the signs of stress that our body is giving us, the more we can learn about what works for us and what doesn't work for us when we launch, and the more we can support ourselves when we're not feeling safe as well. Which is why my first suggestion on this list is just to practice tuning in to your body. It sounds like the simplest thing, but most of us are so unaware of what's going on. I mean, it's been a huge thing for me to learn to tune into this as well. Some ways that I do this include a quick body scan, maybe noticing sensations and emotions with curiosity. Sometimes I can't even pinpoint what the emotions are, so I just physical uh, focus on the physical sensations of them. I also incorporate a question about it in my two-minute daily journaling practice. What does my body need today? The next example of how you can take care of your body when you launch is to commit to taking stretchy but still safe steps. So I'll explain what I mean by this. Staying in our comfort zone and always feeling totally calm and relaxed is probably not realistic for most business owners and most humans in general who want to do good things in their life. We have big goals and we want to stretch and grow and make big things happen. So it is okay that we activate our fight and flight zone in our nervous system. In fact, it's not a bad thing to activate this zone. It actually serves many helpful purposes in life. It mobilizes us, it energizes us. Um, We can get excited, we can have fun. The key is not to activate it so much that we get very anxious, unhappy and 
lose our inability to think clearly. When we get too far into that zone, that fight and flight zone, we lose some of our creative ability and we might withdraw from connection. And like I said, all of that stuff is stuff we need when we're selling. So the aim is to know that we are taking stretchy steps as business owners. That is okay, but we're not going to take them all at once. It's okay to be nervous, but we don't want to be terrified. And by the way, we are going to get this wrong sometimes. We are going to have times when we are stressed and that is okay as well. Next, there are ways of signaling safety to your body. I could do an entire presentation about understanding the nervous system and signaling safety, but I'll just give you it in a nutshell. Our nervous system responds automatically to potential threats. Being visible when you're launching could be a threat. Failing at a launch could be a threat. Opening yourself up to criticism, failure, even success could be a threat for various reasons. Um, And often they're not as big of a threat right now as our body might be programmed to act on. But many of these automatic responses are built on things that have happened to us in the past, like something that might have happened to us as a child. They might not even be the exact same thing, but our body sees it as the same threat. So it's our job to train our body and train our nervous system to feel safer in certain situations. And we can do that by taking the safe but stretchy action that I just talked about. And when we do it, we learn that we don't die. We learn that we can do it. We get comfortable doing something that once felt very scary. But we can also incorporate super simple somatic practices into our day. Sometimes it just takes a little bit of grounding, like maybe a visualization, maybe some breathing through pursed lips, or you could also try um, stroking or rubbing your body firmly with your hands. All these things can help to signal safety in the body. Sometimes though, when we're already too activated, a meditation is not going to help. In fact, a meditation can feel pretty stressful if you're feeling agitated. And what you actually need is movement, like maybe going out and doing some exercise, maybe shaking, shaking it off like animals do after they've been through a stressful situation. It's not actually that complicated. What it is, is sometimes hard to remember, and it does take practice to see change over time. So your action step for this pillar is to ask yourself, how can you stretch with the way that you launch, but not stretch so far that you're overwhelmed? And what practice do you have to support your nervous system throughout your launch? So the key takeaways, your mind and your body matter just as much as your launch strategy. Holistic launching is not just about hitting numbers. It is about creating a fulfilling life that serves you, that serves your family, that serves your community. And although launching can feel like a lot sometimes, it is so worth it in terms of building that life and business you desire, in terms of having that impact you want to have with your work. You are never going to get it perfect every time. My philosophy is to learn from each experience and layer on new strategies that support you, layer on new strategies to get your offer out there every time you launch. And if you want to be supported to do this, I just want to invite you to come and join my Soulful Sales Society membership. Just go to ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash membership to find out more. And just one final reminder, your mind, body and business goals all matter when it comes to the way that you launch. It is possible to honor them all. Now get out there and serve your people by selling the thing that they want and need. 
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Soulful Sales. If you have a moment to rate and review, know that it really does make a difference. And if you'd like to carry on the conversation, then you can connect with me on Instagram at Ruth Poundwhite. Sign up to my newsletter at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash newsletter or my personal favorite, join me inside the low ticket membership at ruthpoundwhite.com forward slash membership. And keep doing what you're doing because your work really does matter.